What's up, guys? This is the Genocidal Talk episode spectacular. I want to say it's the Genocidal Spectacular. I know I haven't been posting. I just don't think I haven't seen current events and news. I've been paying attention. Um, I just haven't been able to post anything right now due to real-life situations. And I'm going to make a podcast about that on Anchor called Real Life by me um i'm gonna probably change the names probably gonna be called real talk um the other one is gonna be less talk controversial those are gonna be debuting next week i'll be posting it on anchor please check out less talk controversial on podbean if you haven't missed uh if you haven't heard any of my episodes check it out on podbean it's less talk controversial once you search it you'll find it it's um it's a great spectacular um podcast where I talk real um, controversial stuff in the world. Not political stuff. I don't get into political stuff really. But I do talk about controversial things in the world. And I'm going to give you the update in my real life situation as well. Um, in the real talk or yeah, real talk next week. Um, Monday is going to be real talk. Tuesday is going to be less talk controversial. Um, they're all going to be on Anchor as well. Now um, this spectacular is going to be spectacular. So we're going to talk about Kenny Omega wanting to work with the WWE, wanting to work with Impact, Impact versus Ring of Honor, um, updates about Impact Wrestling itself, and all the other things in between. Um, so first, let's get it shaken. Let's get it started. Um, first off, we're going to talk about the All In show. So the All In show, uh... It's going to be, it's sold out, it's going to be in Chicago, I'm pretty sure you guys know that already, but what you guys didn't know was Dion, Dion, Diana, Diana, um, Diana, I want to get her last name, Diana per, per, Diana Perazzo was supposed to be on the card for All In, and news broke that she signed with the WWE. And that she's not going to be able to be uh, to appear at All In. Um, it was confirmed by her, but Cody Rhodes broke the news first, and he stated that he loved her, and he she thinks all her work and everything she's doing is it's going to be worth it. And it's going to pull through. Um, he has strong feelings about wrestlers signing to a developmental um, contract with the WWE because if you don't know. Um, the way the WWE works is when you sign, you're not signed to the main roster like they used to do in the back in the days. You're signed to the developmental shows and the developmental territory. And from there, you'll get a call up. And if they need you right away, they'll call you up right away. If they don't need you, you could take like about a good seven years for you to even be on the main roster and to even get a story. Now... Keep in mind that WWE has a bad track record with wrestlers and stories because they don't know how what to do with their management of wrestlers. Now, if I was running WWE, it'd be a little different, but that's just my opinion. Um, but Cody Rhodes had strong feelings about that, but he still loves her, and she confirmed it with a tweet saying that she's gonna, you know, she's not all in, but her spirits will be there, and she her spirits are all in. I feel like as if that she could have done something different. I felt like as if she 
didn't need to sign that WWE contract right away, but I feel like, and I feel like this is purpose on the WWE's behalf because the WWE knows that all these in, these big name wrestlers are going to be in all in. And if you don't remember, Ring of Honor actually got um, booted off of Madison Square Garden, so it's the chances of Ring of Honor even being in the WWE, uh, not in the WWE, in New York is very unlikely now because of the fact of the WWE paying out. Uh, Madison Square Garden to not put any other wrestling shows on their card or on their payroll. Um, the WWE, I feel like, had control over that because they know some violations that they could, the Madison Square Garden themselves could get in trouble for if they don't clear these these violations. And I just feel like Vince McMahon is a real asshole for that. But nonetheless. Deanna, Deanna, she's not going to be um, an all-in. She's going to be in the WWE ter- uh, territorial, deve- developmental territory. Sorry. And she will be definitely staying there for a while. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully soon, you know, the WWE starts picking up on other wrestlers that outside of all-in. Because if all-in is going to be right after WrestleMania... That will be the independent scenes WrestleMania. Hopefully, they expand on it as well, where um, it's more like Ring of Honor, New Japan, all those rest like all those wrestling companies come together and do something special like that. And in September, um, because if you don't know, WrestleMania is the peak of WWE, but it's also after that the pit because after WrestleMania, there's really nothing to keep up with the shows. Everybody just leaves. Um. Uh, the thing I wanted to mention was with All In is there's still nothing has been changed as of yet other than her she's not going to be there the WWE needs to really really stay away from the independent scene and stay away from wrestlers who are at the All In show because that's something that is special to everybody who loves wrestling and the hardcore fan itself Um. speaking of hardcore fans Tommy Dreamer, not retiring not retiring at all still going, House of Hardcore, that's great um, just had to throw that in there for a little puns, but a little funs and puns, but um, speaking of seriously speaking of hardcore um, if you're a hardcore fan of Impact Wrestling, and if you love, uh, if you're really in love with uh, Impact Wrestling, like like I am, I am I'm a fanatic with Impact Wrestling haven't been keeping up with the products of late, but I'm going to give up to up-to-date current events. The original LAX is now back on Impact. So Conan, if you don't know, was the, the starter. He's one of the originators of LAX. And when he came back to Impact Wrestling, he made LAX again. It was the second coming of LAX. And... He brought everybody in. I don't remember. I don't know the storyline too well. But all in all, his brother was running LAX after he went to the hospital. Um, his brother, his own brother, set up a hit, and LAX, the the one that Conan created, not the original one, the one that the two version, um, stood by Conan's side, and his brother then called in recruitments, which was the original LAX, 
Homicide and Hernandez. They both um, big supermax um, and and Homicide attack Conan attack uh, the 2.0, and it's gonna look it's gonna be shaped up to be a great great wrestling for Latinos because if you don't know. Impact Wrestling is also working with Lucha Underground, and that means there's a variety of wrestlers that are luchadors that are going to be put on the Impact Wrestling card and made Impact better. Impact is must-see now more than ever. I, I feel like they went back to their roots with some of the stuff they're, they're programming, which is really great because if you love the original 2002, 2003, 2000 even... I want I want to say I started watching Impact Wrestling 2005 2006. If you were around, if you were in that area uh, in that era, then you're gonna love this type of Impact Wrestling because this brings back the original feel for Impact Wrestling. Now, um, I want to do say that this is great and all. Hopefully, Impact don't mess this up. I know Don Callis. He's now the head creator of. Um, creative and writing and I know he's been doing a great job bringing back that old nostalgic feel of you know wrestling can be fun wrestling can be hardcore and wrestling can also be very serious and very intense at times and he's bringing that back to us you know since WWE is not fully committed to the attitude era or the ruthless aggression they want to push this PG crap I'm glad that Impact is staying away from that and doing something that they've originated and bringing in more companies to work with them. And speaking of companies and wrestlers working with them, Kenny Omega, Don Callis' friend, who also set up that match between him and Chris Jericho, con- confirmed it on, on um, JR's podcast. He said that he wants... Um, he asked Don... Uh, not, not Don... JR asked Don Callis if Kenny Omega would ever, ever work in the impact zone, um, considering that he is now, his name is spread out and is catching like wildfire. Everybody knows who Kenny Omega is, and he was the originator of the Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho match. Don Callis said that there's something in the works for the future. You never know, never say never. They And Don Callis is friends with Chris Jericho, and... Um, Kenny Omega, and he also was supposed to get um, Chris Jericho. Even back then, there was supposed there was talks about Chris Jericho coming to Impact. Chris Jericho almost signed, but the WWE, WWE snapped him up real quick. But in this time and day and age, Chris, since Chris Jericho is working a Brock Lesnar schedule for uh, not Impact for uh, New Japan, we might be seeing Chris Jericho actually coming to Impact Wrestling. As well as Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega was talking about... Well, not talking about, but... It's more like his best friend is trying to convince him to go to Impact Wrestling. And... Kenny Omega might have something different in mind. Kenny Omega is... Is definitely... Um, more willing to work with the WWE. In the same podcast. Not the same time, but the same podcast. That... Um, which is JR's podcast, I, you know, shout out to JR. Um, he had Kenny Omega on, and he asked if he would ever work with the WWE. And he pretty much confirmed it, saying, yeah, I would work with the WWE. Every time I hear the, the 
the, the talks about it, I get goosebumps, and it's something that's exciting, and he wants something exciting like that to happen, and that would be great for him, and I feel like that would be the greatest thing that happened to his career, um, working in the WWE, I don't think, you know, I think it would put more seats in the WWE, whatever brand he's on, hopefully he's on the SmackDown brand, because SmackDown's bringing back that, kind of that nostalgic feel that the Ruthless Aggression has, where Raw is more of the flashy lights and fancy wrestling and kid story and kid friendly and stuff like that. Where SmackDown is not so much like that. Um, if they could also bring back the fists on SmackDown, that'd be great. Just saying, not really, you know, pushing it, but just saying it would bring back the nostalgic feel. But overall, Kenny Omega confirmed saying that he would want to work with the WWE. Um, he didn't really say anything about Impact Wrestling, but hopefully he we get him before we get him on Impact before we could get him on WWE, because that is really really great. Impact Wrestling needs more of the help they can get, and since they're opening up their horizons, especially with this Ring of Honor versus Impact Wrestling match, you never know, you never know, and I will get into details on that in part two. So there is gonna be a part two. But let's keep going with this. Um, we're going to talk about also, um, and I, I, I'm hoping that I could push for an hour. Hopefully, if I can't, I can't. But there's going to be definitely a part two, regardless if the the I hit the hour or not. But the the, the segment that I wanted to talk about is the big cast situation. Big cast. Um, I'm going to just go over it again. Big cast got fired. And originally, everybody thought it was because of the simple fact of him not following instruction and going into business for himself is the reason why he got fired, which we later found out that's not the case. Big Cass got fired due to multiple reasons. Um, he broke down the tour bus because he had he suffered from claustrophobia, claustrophobia, which I don't blame him for that. Kicking down the door is a rational thing if you because that is a very serious condition to have. Um, if you're trapped in a small small space, you can either pass out from it. It can send you into a manic frenzy. It also can can make you act aggressively. And he acted aggressively, which was accordingly. Um, you know, the WWE loves to play ribs on people. And, well, the wrestlers, anyways, love to play ribs on people. And that was a rib that went too far. Um, but he also had a drinking problem, and on the tour, he was drinking a hell of a lot, and it was, that was part of the reason why they released him, but the other reason why was because he was trying to get his girl, ex-girlfriend Carmella back, and when the conversation didn't go as the way he wanted it to go, and she tried to walk off, he grabbed her arm saying that we're not done talking, and... She started screaming for help, and he was just trying to hold her in a way to quiet her down to have that conversation and fix everything, and he was acting aggressive towards it. Um, Bludgeon Brothers actually stepped in, the Usos, um, the New Days, everybody stepped in that was there. They acted accordingly, and he got released from the WWE after he lost to Daniel Bryan. Now... What I feel about that situation in itself, I feel like Big Cass was wrong in any in, in these in these situations, except when he got trapped in the bathroom. Now, if you don't know what that hap- what happened with the bathroom, 
He kicked down, he punched, kicked down, punched and kicked holes and broke the door down. Um, the wrestlers had to use the bathroom with no door, with the door open because the door wouldn't close. It's not able to close because he broke the door, which he acted accordingly with. Everything else, though, he did not act accordingly with. And I feel like as if that was the reason why they released him. And if there's anything more about the big cast situation, we will definitely talk about it. Um, it just, to me, it felt like as if that in itself was just the the tip of the iceberg, just grabbing a woman and displaying aggression towards a woman. That can really really get you released, suspended, anything can happen to you, um, and that was just one of those cases, that's just one of those cases that it happened to him, and it's unfortunate, but he should have known better, um, but we are gonna move away from that, I'm gonna also talk about the heat between Nia Jackson and Alexa Bliss, um, but, but first, before I go into that, I'm gonna talk about WWE 2K19, if you don't know, Remaster is the pre-order for this year's WWE 2K19. So, definitely you want to pre-order the WWE 2K19. Now, I have not seen the trailer for it. I only saw the, the commercial for Rey Mysterio, and it seems really great and all. I'm not going to, unfortunately, get this year's WWE 2K. Solely because I didn't finish playing my 2K18. And the year before that, 2K17, I had not finished it. So, I, I want to, like play 2k18 and i know what you guys are thinking well that's your fault you should get 2k19 well i'm not gonna get it solely because 2k18 i still haven't finished it i've been playing grand theft auto online and there's more stuff to come with grand theft auto and trust me you want to play it because the dlc is gonna be crazy it's gonna be lit um but as far as this goes and i'm actually doing this podcast taking time out of my sourcing in gta so just keep that in mind so please give me a listen because i'm taking time out i'm still at work in my parking lot right now and i am taking the time out doing this podcast for you guys so please i really appreciate you guys listening to this keep listening um but what i will say is that with the w2k19 ray mysterio is going to be conf- ray mysterio is definitely being confirmed this does not mean Rey Mysterio is going to come back to the, the, the to the WWE. I hope he does, but it does not mean that. In certain years, we had where Kurt Angle was the pre uh, pre order last year, and we saw him return to not only wrestling, but um, he became a he became, not only came back as a wrestler, but as a GM and to the to the WWE. Jeff Jarrett, he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Hopefully next year, or if this year, he is in the game. He is a DLC content. And hopefully they put China as a DLC content. If China is in the DLC content, I will definitely get the season pass. But I will not touch the game until I finish 2K18. Um, but... That's enough about WWE 2K18 and um 19 and the video game. Let's get back on track. Oh, Rounds and Rounds was going to be on the game as well. Um, but let's talk about this heat that uh, Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss have for each other. So Nia Jax have the utmost disrespect for um 
for uh, Alexa Bliss. And why I say this? Well, it was reported a week ago or two weeks ago that she was liking um, comments that, like, hate, uh, actual hate comments towards Alexa Bliss. And she even told, uh, tweeted out uh, something cryptic about her tattoo. And if you don't know, um, she got a tattoo, say, uh, Alexa Bliss got a tattoo saying, in all white, um, I'm enough. And she, Nia Jax definitely tore her a new one. I'm not going to repeat it because I, I just feel like as if it's, again, this is real life heat and this is really disrespectful. I'm not going to repeat it. You can go ahead and listen to Talk. They have it up there. Um, I'm not going to be dumb and re- repeat what I, um, what was said. I know it's giving the news, but I'm not going to repeat it solely because um, dealing with a problem like anorexia and not eating and stuff like that, that is definitely a problem in itself. Um, it, it does mentally torture somebody like that, especially if you're not strong enough to handle it on your own. You definitely need to seek help with it. And the fact that she tore into her for it, it's, it's kind of disrespectful, and I'm not going to repeat it. But I will say this. This... This is not a storyline. This is definitely definitely actual heat between the two. Um, why I say that? Well, it goes a little deeper than that. So she got in trouble for tweeting that. And she just wouldn't back down from the tweet. And there was more accusations. I will say this accusation because this is allegedly what's being claimed. What's allegedly being claimed is Alexa Bliss sleeps with the writers to keep getting her push. Which, I'm not going to lie, that's also a fucked up thing to do. But it's like, if this if it's the truth, it's the truth. And Alexa Bliss has not been, res- been responding too much other than saying, you know, pretty much like this is not um, a storyline, this is actual heat. She even put dot dot, when a fan asked her if this is um, work, she put in Randy Orton's you know, type fashion when he did the dot, dot, dive, dot, dot. She put dot, dot, no, dot, dot, dot. So, this is not a work. This is definitely, and she was, I know she was on Total Divas, and I know you guys are thinking, oh, this is set up for a Total Divas storyline. This is not a Total Divas storyline, considering the fact that Alexa Bliss is definitely not on the show anymore. She's not on the show, and she's definitely not working on a storyline with Nia Jax, where it's all this is definitely um, worked. This is all real. This is all a shoot. This is actual shoot from the hip. And I want to say that Alexa Bliss has been bullied before, and it's it's to the point where where somebody shouldn't be bullied. And it, usually in the WWE, you know, especially where Nia Jax's character is at, where she's a face and Alexa Bliss is the heel. On social media, it's definitely not that. They even went as far as to delete pictures of them hanging out and stuff like that. So they're definitely not friends anymore, and it's definitely not a work. This is definitely all a shoot, and this is real-life heat. And <clears throat> I want to say that to go an extent of that, to to do all of that, that's just wrong. And not only is it wrong, it's also just plain out rude and disrespectful to make fun of somebody's anorexia um, and their eating disorder and just plain out attacking the person. It's just plain out rude. I, I want to see how this wrestling is going to go. 
I, I feel like it's going to be all like a shoot fight. This is not going to be actual work. It's, I don't think they're going to stay professional too long. Um, so the WWE writers better have something good in store because this is not going to be good. This is going to be a very ugly, ugly picture. And I, I just feel like this, this, is, this is not like needed to happen. Um, this is not needed. This is something that definitely could have been left off TV and air itself, but people, you know, people decided to weigh in with this and they're now seeing it unfold through these, these social media outlets, including myself, where they're talking about it and it doesn't need to be talked about. This is something that definitely should, and even Dave Meltzer actually confirmed that this is not our work. This is definitely a shoot. So everything, all in all, it's really bad between Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax. Hopefully, um, Extreme Rules, we do see blood between the two women. Because um, the first and only woman I know that bled on TV um, was Daphne in Impact Wrestling. Or TNA back in the day. But that's a complete different other story. Um, I'm just hoping that Nia Jax and... and Alexa Bliss can put on a phenomenal show at Extreme Rules, and it doesn't get as bad as we think or we thought it could be. Um, I want to talk about, and I don't know if I should save it till next time or I should do it now, but I want to talk about, um, I want to talk about the whole Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. So Brie Bella. Um, I, I'm going to give you the rundown for it a little bit. I'll probably give you a briefing in the next podcast, uh, which will be definitely, definitely tomorrow. That's part two tomorrow. But if for anything, I'm, you know, missed. But pretty much, Daniel Bryan um, doesn't want Brie Bella to come back. Um, and Brie Bella wants to be incorporated in his storyline. Yeah, and I will talk about tomorrow about um, Daniel Bryan shooting on the WWE, Sasha Banks shooting on um, the the writing staff of the WWE, and overall him not Daniel Bryan not signing with the WWE again. So again, I will talk about all that and and more. But I'm gonna definitely talk about this tonight before I go. Um, and I'm I'm glad I'm actually able now to put out almost a half hour worth of content so please I'm um, like I said I could have been at home playing video games and walking my dog and taking care of my sick mother I, I'm doing this for you I'm still in the work I'm still at work in my park in the parking lot right now I, pretty much everybody left all the customers left everybody left I'm the only one that's here so please take a listen because this is a lot of work for me to do um but pretty much Daniel Bryan has confirmed that he doesn't want Brie Bella to work on the WWE right now solely because she he wants to make another baby with her. And she, she feels like as if she has more in her and she wants to come back into the WWE and do wrestling shows and and do maybe two to six two to six months worth worth of work before she retires. Um, and Daniel Bryan is definitely blocking that from happening. And actually, it's the only reason why Daniel Bryan's even wrestling is because the WWE knows for a fact if he they do not cave into Daniel Bryan's um, cave, uh, cave into Daniel Bryan, 
they know they'll lose a big star like Daniel Bryan and you know half of the the wrestle uh the wrestling hardcore fans are going to definitely definitely leave um and from what I heard with the news about extreme rules don't be surprised at what's gonna happen in the outcome um but the only reason why they have Daniel Bryan wrestling in the ring again is because of the simple fact that they did not want to lose Daniel Bryan. They want him to resign, and as of right now, it's looking like it's not he's not resigning. And that means the storyline that Brie Bella had, where it could be incorporated with him and 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 her, is probably not going to likely happen. And that's just unfortunate because I would love to see them too. Like my Naomi and, and Jimmy Uso, I would love to see them on TV, on TV screen, and working that out because that that's just overall awesome, and no puns intended with um with that, but it would be awesome to see these two doing storylines together, like you know John Cena and Nikki Bella. That would be awesome to see something like that between Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. I know they started it back in 2011, 2012, but. Daniel Bryan had to be sur- had to get surgery done, and they had different things in t- in mind for Brie Bella. So that overall sucked that we missed out on the opportunity such as that. But hopefully we could get something like that going for them. Hopefully Daniel Bryan doesn't block it too bad to where um she can't get into the back into the WWE and back into um wrestling itself. Um. So yeah, just just keep that in mind. That just that 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 is a storyline that we could potentially get in the near future because they're trying to keep Daniel Bryan happy and getting him to sign. And as of right now, it's looking like as if they're not gonna sign. Uh, he's not signing back with them, and it just looks bad. Uh, maybe he'll be at all in. Maybe not. You know, maybe maybe not. Depending on how the contract and how how it goes for him. It really depends on everything, but I, I'm hoping that he, you know, he signs back with WWE because he'd be a fool not to sign back with the, the WWE. Um, this has been the Genocide Talk. Please take a listen, guys. Like I said, I know there's certain things I shouldn't have mentioned, um, but I'm going to mention it because it's real life shit, and my podcast contains a real shit. Um, I could have been doing a lot of things, but I took the time out to spend and listen, make you guys happy and make myself happy because doing these things makes me happy. Um, so just please take a listen to it. I, I'm just, I'm not begging. I'm just asking you guys, please, please take a listen because this is a lot of work. Me doing research, me, you know, doing everything, me putting these together. You know, sometimes I have my colleague come out and we're not getting paid for this, believe it or not. We're not. Um, and I want to say I want to get paid with it. I want to be the biggest, um, podcaster. Um, and I'm going to have more guests on here soon enough. I'm working on it. Um, but just bear with me as I go through my motions. And like I said, I'm going to make it, I I made two podcasts next week. is going to be their debut and you're going to, you're going to hear real life stuff and real talk. And let's talk controversial is where I talk controversial about anything and everything, whether it's wrestling related or other, you know, I will talk about it. But as of right now, guys, I'm sticking with wrestling. Next week is going to be the debut of those two podcasts. Please take a listen. And part two is going to come out soon. So definitely stay, definitely stay tuned and stay listening.
Peace.